So my name is Dr. Larkin Daly. I'm a lecturer in sport and exercise sciences, primarily physiology in the Technological University of the Shannon, right in the middle of Ireland. Hey, it's just me, Paul Kudrowski, this time. Dr. Daly is the co-author of a paper I ran across recently in the Journal of Applied Physiology, a top journal in the field. The paper was titled Physiological Characteristics of a 92-Year-Old Four-Time World Champion Indoor Rower. That title was what snapped me to attention. The paper described a remarkable 92-year-old rower whose fitness was on par with someone in their 30s or younger. He had a maximum heart rate of 153 beats per minute, a VO2 max in the 40s, and rapid oxygen kinetics. It was all just so impressive. So I contacted Dr. Daly and recorded the conversation. And you know what? It was even more interesting than the paper sounded. I'll be back at the end with some of my takeaways, but here is my discussion with Dr. Daly, who you heard at the beginning. Enjoy. I, I did my undergraduate here in the same university, and I looked at the impact of fatigue on plyometric performance in team sport athletes. So that kind of underpinned a lot of my research, which is in team sport athletes. But really, my interest is fairly broad in that I'm very interested in physical conditioning and how that influences performance and health and well-being. And being in Ireland, right. we've, we've more access to Gaelic games. So that's primarily my sample. I stuck to that, but really I am very interested in all the attributes of physical conditioning, everything from aerobic capacity, muscular strength, how all these things interact with performance and how we can develop them and enhance adaptation. Let's talk about the paper and, and I'll get you to describe what you, what your objective was. Yeah. So, well, I suppose, first of all, the, the participant is my actual grandfather. So. Oh, terrific. Yeah. So it was easy recruitment, to be honest, he was very keen to do it. So he has been competing in rowing for a number of years. He started when he was 73. Before that, he never did any formal exercise as such, just played a bit of sport when he was in school and stuff. Oh, wow. He's, he's quite a unique case. But then he got very heavily into it and he started competing nationally and then going to world championships. So he, he went to a large enough number of world championships in Boston. They're regularly held. So I went with him once to Boston and then another year to Washington. So that was pretty cool to go with him and see him compete and stuff like that. So he's a very interesting guy. He's a great, great to have him so active and stuff like that at such an age. Like it's, it's brilliant. In terms of his overall health, can you characterize it like cognitively, physically, outside of the parameters that you have in the test? I suppose he's 92 now and like he seems so active. He's very, like he's always walking. He's going up and down stairs. He kind of. He's always been very active in that sense. He wouldn't be sitting around, even if he was just, he'd be walking around the kitchen. He's kind of, he's like oh, that. Yeah. Cognitively, he's probably slowing down a bit, to be honest, recently, but he is, he is fairly a big age. Yeah. What I think yeah. on the training he has done has massively enhanced his quality of life and it's given him a real sense of purpose. So having the competition every year, oh, sure. a, a fantastic thing for him, I'd say. Before he became a, prof a semi-professional rower at age 72 or whatever. Competitive rower, I guess. What would he, what did he do for a living? So he started life as a baker. He left school early enough and he worked in this company. And effectively, the guy who ran the bakery didn't do great business. So then he just handed it over to him. So he took over that. Then after that, he became 
working in the chemical injury uh, industry. He actually was working in Japan for a period and he, I think he, he, they were very fond of him and he found lots of ways for them to save a lot of money and I think solve key problems. So they, they looked after him well and he progressed well in that industry and then retired since. So he's a cool guy. He's very interested in different things and he'd be a very good problem solver and stuff for that. He wasn't living a, a physical life or up until the point where he retired or whatever. Definitely not. Yeah. So it's used to smoke a lot and stuff like that. Really? They up okay. to 40 or 50. Yeah. So he really had a big shift in his life, I would say, and just became, got heavily engaged with the training and stuff, which okay. is brilliant. Just. What was your objective overall as you went into it? Was it to characterize This is the this end of the free public preview of the Simplavita podcast. For the full podcast, including a transcript and show notes, you can upgrade at simplavita.com. The practice of medicine or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice. No doctor-patient relationship is formed. The use of information on this podcast or materials linked from this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition they may have and should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions. We will not respond to requests for medical advice.